We tell stories that from the outside could look like sad stories. But when you learn about the families, when you hear the story, when you hear the purpose and the joy, you realize they are not sad stories at all. They are happy stories. If we can learn what everybody deep down really needs, maybe we can learn to serve and love on each other better. The majority of our guests will be special needs related, but that's not all of our guests. We are going to have some guests that really don't have any special needs, but have been through something tough. We're hoping that this podcast can bring hope and joy and hopefully make you laugh a little bit. And even though it's not always easy, it's totally worth it. Hey, it's John, and I wanted to share a quick message before we get to our episode. April is Autism Awareness Month, and Mabry and I will be running all month long to raise money for the Abled Movement. Anyone who's interested can pledge a dollar amount per mile, such as 25 cents per mile, a dollar per mile, whatever you'd like, or you can make a flat pledge for the month. We have a goal to run 125 miles during the month of April, which would be the most we've ever done. The Abled Movement is a 501c3 organization. If you'd like to make a pledge, you can send me a note through Instagram at John Gayhart or email us at John and Amy at totallyworthitpodcast.com. You can always follow us at hashtag runmaybryrun, and during the month of April, you can track our progress using hashtag maybryrunsforawareness. Thanks for helping us turn awareness into action. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Totally Worth It Podcast. My name is Amy Gayhart, and I am here with my number one... John Gayhart. Yo. <laughs> and on today's show, my number two. I was going to say, I'll take number two. <laughs> yes. But hold up, hold up, hold up. I thought this was the happy hour. <laughs> this is the Totally Worth this It podcast? This is the Totally Worth It podcast. She's I thought I was going to be, oh. Uh, no, no, she's sorry. She's playing by our rules. That's today. right. I'm at, I mean, We're in charge. Y'all yes. are in charge. I'm just yes. here for the ride. Yes. So what does that mean? That means my number one, John Gayhart, but... My best friend on the planet, Jamie Ivy, is joining us here today. Yo, I'm so happy to be here. We are so happy to have you here. So here's here's the thing. Wait, I'm, can I say something yeah, real quick? Please. Oh, see, she's already taken I'm over. I'm already taken over. Uh-huh. Here's what I want to say before y'all start the show. Yes. Two things. Number one, thanks for inviting me. Well, awesome. Sure. Of, yeah. of, for sure. Number two, the day, the time we're recording this, which pull behind the curtains is not the day it comes out. What? But I know, right? Uh, you guys have released three episodes. Yes. Two, two with interviews. I've listened to all three of them, and I want to say this real quick before we get started. I'm so proud of you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. The last one I listened to was with Andrea. Yeah. And I thought to myself, this is such great content, not just for parents of kids with special needs, but for the world. Absolutely. Mm. So, well, I hope- kudos to you guys. Thank well, you. Thank you. Well, I'm hoping that I was really, you know, I think we both, John and I both had kind of a different uh, dream for the podcast. John was really wanting to encourage special needs families and um, just kind of say, hey, you can do it. Keep going. And I think my dream was really for the typical families to learn and to grow and learn how to come alongside us. So, And you mesh those two together and it becomes perfect. Yes. It yes. becomes perfect. All right, Jamie, I got to say something. Okay. Oh, okay. Boy. Um, because first, this isn't what I'm going to say, but this is something in addition. <laughs> Amy is the funniest person that I know. Oh, okay. By far. Hands Thank down. You. So then, so she ha- has me laughing all the time. You two get together <laughs> and it goes to another level. So I'm not sure I'm going to have a lot of opportunities <laughs> to speak over the next hour, 
So I'm going to say it now. The only thing that ramps it up one more is you put Aaron in the room. Yeah. Oh, and it's oh, just and, the best. And it is the best. It, it is, is the best. The best. The best. So, uh, everybody's going to enjoy the next hour. So what I want to say while there's still something before you two get going mm-hmm. is you know this. I don't need to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway, because I want you to hear it come out of my mouth. I can't even put into words how important the role is that you play in our family. Aww. Like <laughs> what you do for Amy, because Amy is the engine that runs our family uh-huh. and how she goes, we go and how happy she is or not happy that directs our family. And she <laughs> leans, <scary>. on, <laughs> she leans on you so much. And I just can't even tell you how much it means to me and to our family and that we adore you. And the fact that I know every time that she sneaks away to have a conversation with you or whatever, that you are always going to point her to Jesus in everything, whether it feels good or doesn't at the time. And it means the world to me. And I want to encourage all of our listeners out there. So women who are listening, I want you to hear this. And guys who are listening, I want you to hear this. And women who don't have guys that are listening, (laughs) press pause. Everybody listen. Everybody listen. Just everybody. Guys. Please encourage your girls to have a close girlfriend. Support, encourage, budget for girls' trips, do whatever you got to do. Did you hear what he just said? We need to start planning. Yeah, I was about to say. uh... Because she comes back healthy and refreshed, and I know that she's in good influence and under good wings. And and I know that she provides that for you as well. 100%. Yeah. yeah. But it it means so much to me. And, and to our family. So thank you. Uh, well, thank you, Johnny. Thank you, John. I just read something the other day that the average American has 16 friends. Like 16 oh, that's friends. A lot. But listen, they said three are lifelong friends. Uh-huh. Um, five are ones that they would want to see and maybe make time for. And then eight are ones that they like, but they just don't see that often. And if you think about it, that, that rings true. It does. In a lot of people's lives. And Amy and I have known each other since ninth grade. I mean, so we've been friends for over 25 years. And... Uh, it's just, it's been one of God's greatest gifts in my life. Uh, it's funny because my kids know who I'm talking to on the phone. I was just about to say that. Because they say my voice changes. (laughs) So all all of you Jamie Ivy lovers, if her, not, that sounded I only got one lover. (laughs) One lover. (laughs) There's only one boo in your life. One lover for me. I meant all of you who love Jamie Ivy, if her voice changes on this podcast, that's, you're just going to have to deal with it because that's what we do. And I don't know what, I don't think my voice changes. Wouldn't you talk to me? Uh-uh. I think it's just how it always is. That's hilarious. I don't know. Maybe, well, you might know, John. Do you know when I'm talking to Jamie? 100%. Just because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you talk to her way different than anybody else. <laughs> okay. So see. Yeah. These guys should have, we have history. Yeah. And, and I can also tell you a benefit from a guy's standpoint is I get to text Jamie when birthday and Christmas is coming up uh-huh. for ideas or I'm thinking about this or not this. And she'll say, no, kibosh Kibish. or let's change this. <laughs> so yeah. there's another huge yeah. benefit. Yeah. Hey, so you pointed him in the correct direction for my birthday. Hey, don't you think I'm ever going to sway you, him in the wrong direction because for you? That was highly questionable, by the way. It was you, highly questionable. I was not sure that you were happy about that. And Listeners, I let Jamie know. I am going to camp well in the spring. And if you don't know what that is. You need to know. I am excited. I am terrified. Which you should be. Those are all appropriate responses for what you're about to enter into. Because first of all, 
you two know me better than anybody on the planet. Would you ever think a girl's retreat is what Amy would want to do? Well, that's why John was probably so apprehensive because he's yes. like, he even said like, are you really sure? Yeah. And I have had conversations with you that I know you're really sure, even though you're really scared. Yes. And I am a friend enough to say this is a this is an appropriate time to say yes to something, even though you're really scared. Yeah, very scared. And if you guys don't know what Campwell is, we will put all the information in the show notes. Doesn't that sound y'all are so and, professional, and, right? <laughs> and her uh, Amy's birthday is two weeks before Christmas. Yeah. So this was I'm not sure that she's going to like it or want to go first. And like just because it's such a big deal, it had to be like the birthday and Christmas gift, uh-huh. which and that so does it was, not fly right. with me. And so it was way, <laughs> way risky. And she opens it and. Five minutes later, I'm texting Jamie on the side, and I'm like, I'm not so sure that was a good idea. <laughs> I had, and I'm like, she's she's not excited about it. And Jamie's totally like, don't expect her to be. This yeah. is supposed to be scary. But then, Are you excited now? I am excited. Okay, good. Still nervous. Mm-hmm, yeah. I am glad Taylor yeah, Nichols is Yeah, our mutual going. friend Taylor Nichols. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, but... I did not like, I don't like combination gifts. Well, you had that December birthday. Yes. And so so how many times, John, before Christmas did I said, did I say, okay, now you know I'm going to need something to open on Christmas morning. Did you get something? Yeah, I scrambled at the last minute. And it was like not even It doesn't matter what it is. Exactly. It could be from five below. I don't care. Well, do not go to five. Okay, let me. No, I will not be happy with that. Do you all know your love languages? Mine is receiving gifts. Okay. Yes. Words of affirmation, isn't it? I no. I question. I think his is acts of service. Oh. Acts of service. What does that mean? People that means like if I serving clean, me? if I clean yeah. the room, if I clean our bedroom. I love that. See, when I I came home the other day. I mean, Aaron came home the other day, and I had a, an apron on. I was not cooking, but I put an apron on when I wash dishes because I don't want to get my clothes wet. I came in, he goes, oh, when you wear that apron. I said, <laughs> he said, I said listen, you need to march yourself on back up outside because I got to get these dishes done. But Aaron loves when, like, if he comes home and I've cleaned the house, yes. which I don't do very often, unfortunately, he I loves that. I cleaned out because I've been driving John's truck for a little while and I cleaned it out. You like that. And you oh like gosh, that, yeah. Because I, I was already expecting and planning <laughs> to go straight to the car wash because you knew she'd be more yeah disaster. that's how yeah. mine is too mm-hmm. yeah but i got in and it was like clean had air freshener see acts nice. of service yeah, yeah. my is, i'm physical touch which is all, not always true for women because they would think that would not be true but i mean listen i know this you know because like when we were in high school i'd be like will you please play with my hair like will you rub my head well and john makes fun of this we'll go ahead and get this out of the way yeah okay so we, <laughs> when we go on girls trips or even like tonight, mm-hmm. I'm staying with you cause we're working at a conference. Yeah. Um, we always share a room. Oh yeah. Always. And no, more time. Bed. I know. Bed. Well, we won't share a bed here. There's we, two available. There's two. But you requested a king. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they gave you two. We'll find with this. Yeah. We'll, we'll push them together. We can move that table and push these it's together. It's all from It'll that be, one trip when we went to Kentucky. One time we stayed in a house. In a house which it wasn't like the safest of like well, we were in the middle of nowhere. We didn't know where we were. Yes. And so we were there were there were plenty of rooms but for us to each have our own, but that would have been scary. It was a super nice house. Yeah. Um it was five bedroom house. And we well, slept in one room in one bed. Well, before y'all went, Amy's showing me pictures. Oh, look at this big farm house. All these. And so then I'm talking to her at night, like before bed, and I'm like, What are you doing? Oh, I'm in bed. I'm I'm about to go to sleep. Okay, like 
So Jamie's down the hall? <laughs> no, no, she's right next to me. And this was a five-bedroom house. He said, what are you doing? I was like, John, what if I have something funny to say <laughs> in the middle of the night? I'm going to have to put on my slippers, <laughs> walk down the hall, might stub my toe. Like, it's dangerous. Just, yeah, just tap me on my shoulder. I'm Safe, right there. Safety's no Safety accident. Safety's no accident. <laughs> yep. On Amy's... 40th birthday we went to Fredericksburg <laughs> and we had and we had a house a three-bedroom house and several couples and families but you came without Aaron yeah thanks and a lot Aaron we, Amy and I go into the master bedroom and Jamie's all do you think I can sleep in there with Amy? <laughs> <laughs> and so, who ended up on an air mattress you in the living room? You let me sleep in there. John, you let her do that. I, I did. Yeah, I didn't ask. You let me. And I was Folks, like, this okay. isn't weird. Like, mm-hmm. we don't live in the same town. We're not so we sister wives. We don't get to see each other yeah. that often. Mm-hmm. So, we have to make our yeah. time count. <laughs> but I, I want to say something to piggyback off what you said earlier about girls trips. Um, we've done this throughout uh-huh. a lot of our years of being more in our years of like being parents yeah you know like we have done that and I am always super thankful to our husbands not that like we need to ask for permission and not that we're like hey can we go do this but that it is a team at our house and so when someone's gone other one has to pull all the weight and so it's kind of like hey we're gonna tag out for the weekend right and they've always been super gracious about that and with both of us well Jamie you travel Mm -hmm. for a living John travels for a living yeah Aaron travels a Uh lot yeah and so it's hard to find days yeah it's hard to find days but also we have to be apart so often for work Mm -hmm. you know I have to be apart from John because of work so when you say hey I'm just gonna go for fun Uh like it's hard a lot of husbands would be like oh wait a minute yeah that's not cool but no it's always been encouraged and well now some of our best travel is when you get to come and be my quote-unquote assistant yeah that's what I'm doing today I know and you went to California with me as an assistant I mean this is fun finally I love you being my assistant (laughs) (laughs) finally got to California Okay, so we are going to bring Jamie into our weekly segments and have a little fun. But before we do that, we're going to give a shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. The Abled Movement is a nonprofit organization that exists for two reasons. First is to raise awareness that we need more opportunities for adults with special needs to live out their joy and purpose in community on a daily basis. Second is to raise money for organizations that offer these opportunities to help them promote and build their programs. Both the awareness and the funds are raised by selling awesome awareness t-shirts that have positive and uplifting messages. These shirts are super comfortable and make great gifts for friends and family. You can order shirts and learn more about the Abled Movement at weareabled.org. Okay, so Amy, let's jump into the segment called... See, what had happened was... All right, who wants to start? Jamie, do you want to start? No, I do not. Okay. (laughs) I'm the newbie here. You're the newbie. I mean, this is our show. John, take it away. All right. So here's here's what I got a kick out of, and I actually thought about you, Jamie, whenever I saw this. And it's a couple months old now by the time that uh, this episode goes, but what about the video of the guy (gasps) banging on the back of the lady's seat that reclined? So... I am beside myself. Okay, okay, hold on, because I think we're going to have two totally different sides of the fence right (laughs) here. Yes, because I already know where you stand. You know where I stand, but where do you stand? Well, tell them about the video real quick. Okay, so the video is the, the guy is in the very last row in the back seat. His seat does not recline. He's got the restroom behind him. The lady in front of him reclines all the way back. 
And it doesn't go that far, actually. You don't have to say all the way back. <laughs> a little dramatic. We're not in first class here. Johnny drama. Let's and say so, that. And so for the duration of the flight, dude is banging on the back of her. And it's a big scene. She's actually recording it. It goes viral. Now, where do you stand? Uh, here's where I stand. She can have every right to... There is a button on the side to recline it. Yes, She can amen. push it. She paid for that ticket. She didn't pay for the one in the back. She paid for that ticket. She can recline it. I have a friend who thinks that it is rude to recline your seats in the airplanes. This, this is what John Gayhart thinks, too. But I'm, I'm in the middle here because here's what I think. John, I, you have no, listen, looked listen. up your nose at me when I have reclined my seat on an airplane. Okay. The seat gets reclined back on me all the time. I don't get mad at the person. It doesn't like it. It is what it is because you're exactly right. The button is there for a reason. Yes. They have that right. It was okay? created to recline. I know how uncomfortable it makes me when they recline. I would never recline my seat back. Mm, that's but, nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not I'm on the lady's side here. OK, because oh, because she has the right because she has the right dude banging on the back so of the rude. Is so a absolutely rude. Yes. But I don't like when people lean their seat all the way back, like it's, it does, it goes, I can't open a computer. Do you fly American? I fly American. You get those top, those first three rows up there. Comfort. Mm. This is how you're going to solve your problem. I okay. told you about this. You're going to solve your problem. Rows like nine, 10, oh, 11, 12, extra leg room. Extra leg room. Yep. yep. You're going to pay for it if you don't have status, right. but yeah. No, I get it. And, and it's, it's everybody's right. Anytime Amy, she sits and she leans back and I'm like, man, you just like totally cramped at the dude. Behind. Okay. And it's her That's right. That's what I say too. I it's say, okay. Good. It's all good. It, it just, that video struck me because I live that and people come back and, and I'm like, I can't, I actually, your seat is so close to me. I can't do anything. It is hard to put your, you can't work on your computer. You can't hardly do I a, know. a yeah. thing. Um, but what, <laughs> what I thought was crazy did you see what the Delta CEO did? No. Or what he said? The Delta CEO, now this, again, is kind of old news for when this episode happened, so maybe it's changed, changed, but the Delta CEO said that people should ask the permission before reclining the seat. That is not even a, no, you do mm. not need to. That's well, dumb. And what I had do a you problem- think it's dumb or you think that's good? Totally dumb. Okay. I would never ask permission, and if- and if anybody what asks say? for permission, what am I going to say? I don't want you to lean back, but you have yeah, a button you on your say? seat. Yeah, what are you going to say? You're going to so be like, okay. So what I thought was a problem too is the flight attendant was apologetic to the man. Gave him a free drink. Oh, so let's add alcohol to mm -hmm. this situation of him punching yeah. this lady's seat. That just floors me that the flight attendant took that dude's side. I agree. I agree. I saw it and I showed it to Aaron and he's like, what would you do? Because I, I spent... A fair amount of time on if airplanes. If I was the lady or if I was the man? If, he said, if you were the lady, what would you do? And I know myself, I would put my seat up because I don't want to cause a scene or be embarrassed. But inside, I would want to be like going off on this man. Jamie, you know it's not a good day until you turn someone in. That's I know. My, that's yeah. my view on things. But apparently she tried to. I guess the Delta she did. Lady, yeah. It would not have gone well if someone was punching my seat like that. So wild. Did y'all see the movie on Hulu called The Act? Okay, so Patricia I know Arquette. what this is. I have not watched it. Okay, it's not a movie. It's a series. Series. It's a series. Um, and it she has what is it? Munchausen. Yep. Yep. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. It's close as what I thought. It is uh, Patricia Arquette is yeah. in it. Yeah. She does a phenomenal job in it, and I can't think of the other actress. Um, I know who you're talking about, John. This movie, this woman 
true story. This is a true story. It keeps her kids sick. Oh, oh I've seen like yes. a trailer for it or something. So yeah. that's I know called, what you're talking about. I'm, I'm that gonna, was a true story. Wasn't it based on a true story? Oh, yes. yeah. This girl, the girl, I mean, spoiler alert. You could, if you just looked up the movie, <laughs> you know what happens in the end. She has her mom killed. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I'm saying I didn't know about that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, no, I believe you. Jamie just I, looked at John like, uh, no, I'm telling you, it just happened. No, that, I saw your face. She's in jail. The real daughter is actually in jail. Yes. But it makes me think about that because she was scamming and they yes. got all this money and they got yes. a house yes. donated and they had all these trips. But the little girl didn't know, like, really have a full understanding, did she at the time? Well, no, but she became yes but she actually like her mental is was like Uh stuck but there was actually nothing there like everything her mom said was false Um, so what you're saying i don't think i ever even saw the trailer i think i saw a documentary yeah there is a documentary the real real girl girl and the real family her name's rose or something maybe it was like happened after 8.30 at night and I didn't see the end because I don't remember the girl having the mom killed. Uh, and she's in jail. She's in prison. Spoiler alert. John did not see the end of the movie. Just like he did not but watch remember, the Grammys and he I did not the, see the end of the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, I remember the actual documentary about that family. That's yes. Right. Yeah. That so, was crazy. Yeah. And I, it's on Hulu. It's not, Um, we started watching it with our children. Don't get mad at me about that. And then there were some scenes where we're like, okay, no more of this. Um, yeah. But yeah. Wow, Munchau—I can't Munchauser or something like that. I can't. I'll butcher, yeah, I butcher that name yeah. every single time. But, but basically, it reminds me. It's that's you, what I thought of. Where you have to keep your kids sick, or something always has to be wrong with them, so that you are you feel needed. It's it's, it's a it's a disease. I mean, she has a disease, um, but she just didn't it's get bad. help for it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now we'll move into the segment called. Well, isn't that special? So, Jamie, normally Amy and I share something that happened that week in our life that was very special needs. Like you only experience this if you're around this a lot. So rather than us share, I how can you share for us either one time or a few times that you've been around Mabry, you were with her in person, or maybe it's just phone calls with Amy or whatever that you're thinking, wow, there's a glimpse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons I love your y'all show so much because it allows um, us who are parenting kids who are typical to get into the eyes and the ears and the emotions with um, what it would be like to parent a child with special needs. Uh, but being friends with you guys for, you know, Amy, 25 years, I have known Mabry since she was born and we have, you know, walked through a lot of that together. One of my favorite things about Mabes is, I mean, we live when we lived in the house that I'm about to tell a story about was probably, this had to have been eight years ago. At least. At least. Yes. You guys had Well, come, I don't know what you're about to say, but. Yeah. You guys had <laughs> you guys had come down to visit. And at the time, we lived close to this. We lived in North Central Austin. And my husband, Aaron, had a, what would we call this? It's, I think its official name is a Vespa. A Vespa. Yeah. I would call it a glorified scooter. Yeah, we were, it was super like. Um, I mean, it's like, it goes tricycle, bicycle. Vespa. Vespa. <laughs> Yeah. We used to ride that into date nights. I mean, because so cool. we lived so close to the city, he could get to work. I mean, yeah. it was great. But we had that, and you guys came to visit, and Mabry loved it. Uh, loved does it. Does it go? <laughs> <laughs> then she loves can you it. Wear, can you wear a helmet? Yes, I'm in. Then she That's loves what it. She, <laughs> she loves it. But she also has. I don't know that she does not have a sign for me. 
No. No. And she I don't know that she And has so Mabry comes up with her own signs, signs for people that are like her important people. to her yeah. that not that you're no, not no, important I don't to take her. Take offense, yeah. But usually uh, guys. Usually yeah. Yeah, I'm not offended by I means. can't think of anyone that's not a babysitter, mm-hmm. a girl that she's yeah. just randomly come up with. So yes, she has one for my husband Aaron and she puts her thumb on her nose and her fingers in the air. Kind of like malarkey. I don't you know what that means. Isn't that like I don't know if it's a real sign. We'll put a picture but up it's on Instagram like, today. It's usually like nanny nanny boo Yeah, yeah, like that. Like, show us again. <laughs> so she does that for Mr. Aaron. Yes. And so if we're talking on FaceTime or whatever and Mabry's there, she always asks. Always. For Mr. Aaron. Did she used to have a sign for one of my boys? Didn't she used to pinch her nose? I think she, one of them taught, it must have been Caden, Caden. taught her that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me just... I think that is something that's special about Mabry is the attachment to that person uh-huh. and that, you know, glorified tricycle. Well, it's the, it's the experience. Yeah. So she doesn't forget mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. So when we're FaceTiming, she always asks for Aaron. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Even if Miss Jamie's name comes up yeah. in the house, she starts doing the sign. So for here's the Aaron. thing that the sign for Aaron means all of you, all of us, you know, the so six it's, of us. it's not just Aaron, even though she loves Aaron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all of you. I mean, my no. gosh, her and story. Oh, they're just a mess. Now you sent me a video cause I, uh, was recently, this sounds like a brag. It's not, but I was recently on a cover of a magazine Oh, geez. and I sent you the magazine yes. cause you're my friend and I, you can do that to your friends. Yes. We framed it and it's over our bed. Oh, okay. I love it. Yes. I sent you the big one, the, yeah. the 24 by 32. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, yeah. good. Uh, but, John loves it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you sent me a picture of Mabry like pointing at that. She was reading it. Uh huh. She was sitting, reading it. She was waving. Yeah. And she, then doing the sign for air. so it's funny because yes once she grasps on to people and obviously i mean it's like family for us and so yeah she but she does not forget a thing which is hard because now when we come to your house there is no vespa no but we have the lawnmower now (laughs) you know y'all have y'all been on the lawnmower not nearly as fun yeah but she talks about it every time we're there yeah so that's what's hard you know, sometimes people, you know, in our mornings with Mabry and stuff like that, you know, we're out looking for a boat or um, a Ferris wheel and someone will message me and say, just buy that girl a boat. And I want to be like people the very next day, she's going to be over it. Like, and if that, unless that boat can go in the water every single day and every time she thinks about it or wants to do it, that's the only way yeah. that that would make a difference. Yeah. yeah. But one thing that had, you know, I say that, but then I, about a year ago, you were involved in it, um, raising money to buy her a golf cart. And that was amazing. That was amazing. And it was one thing that has not, she hasn't gotten tired of yeah. it. Like yeah. she loves it. Yeah. Loves it. And well, you can also use it to go find the other things that she wants to do. Yes. So it's this mode of transportation almost what she loves. Yeah. Um, I was going to tell you guys this as well. I know you guys always, I've heard you t- say this in real life and on your show as well about just being like thankful for the, for Mabry and the way that she's opened up your eyes to the world in different ways and stuff like that. I'd say that even our family, like we are super thankful for Mabry. And then we have a, another family friend who has a son with autism and where I'm, I'm thankful for that as a mom, 
because I really think it's important for our kids to see all different abilities of children. Um, and that sometimes is difficult in life for a lot of reasons. A lot of reasons you guys talked about in that episode with Andrea, like it could just feel hard sometimes yeah. for you guys to have community with people and for people to walk into your world. There's just some barriers, whether they're right or wrong, that are there. And so I'm grateful that my kids are growing up with Mabry as a friend mm -hmm. Uh, because we talk about her whenever we talk about situations of that might be hard for that kid. You know, we're like, how do you think that would feel for Mabry or for Jack and so or for our friend Cash? And it's just been really great for our family. And so I think it's important as parents raising children for us to look around and see how do we become friends? And for us, we were friends before Mabry, right. you know, so um but we, I've been super thankful for her as a, as a mama to raising four children. Yeah, and all of those children. I mean, of course, our two boys, but then your kids as well because they're all like cousins. Yeah. They will have different hearts when they're adults. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Well, and I read a thing today. It, you know, one of the little Facebook or Instagram memes or sayings, quotes, whatever. But it said, you know, special needs kids spend all day trying to fit into our world. You know, how about we try to learn how to try to fit into their world, mm. you know, just for a minute or just for, you know, try for a second, Good. Yeah, come to them. Mm. And there, there was a thing the other day that said, it doesn't matter if you talk about trains, like for two hours, if she likes trains, talk about trains. Yeah. It doesn't matter that she can't talk back to you about them um, or, you know, relay the conversation. But the fact that she's going to be happy yeah. that you're having, that you're sitting, you may look at it as you're having to sit in there, talk about trains for two hours, mm -hmm. but for her, she's like, yes, yeah. trains, you yeah. know? And so if our special needs children have to work so hard, very, very hard. And we tell our boys this a lot in the fact that, you know, there maybe has to do hard things all the time. So if you need to sit here for an hour and watch her or drive her around in the golf cart, yeah, you're going to do it, Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes it's with some coaxing and sometimes yeah. it's with the, Oh, you better get yeah. out there and yeah. go drive her around in the golf cart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I love that. And our, our kids have always felt so comfortable with your kids and Mabry feels so comfortable with them. And story would just mother hen her around all day long, all, all day, day long. long. All right, so we are going to get in a time with Jamie where we have prepared some questions for each other. A little Q&A. A little Q&A, but before that, we're going to give a shout out to one of our podcast partners. Here's a question. What do you do with all those photos that are stored on your phone? I have years worth of them, but we all have our favorites, don't we? Like from Christmas or from birthdays, something like that. For those favorite photos, you've got to check out Canvas People. Canvas people print your favorite photos on canvas for really unique, beautiful prints. They are great for decor. The prints are like pieces of art. With canvas people, you get your favorite memories printed to cherish and beautiful prints that look great on any wall. I know you're going to love canvas people. I have a special code that you can use to get an 11 by 14 canvas people print for free. This is a value of $76.99. All you do is pay the shipping and handling. Get your own 11 by 14 Canvas People print for free. Just visit canvaspeople.com, upload your photo, and enter this special code. Totally worth it. What a great idea this would be for Mother's Day. John, are you listening? Go visit canvaspeople.com today. Who wants to start with the first question? Not it. 
not it. Okay, I'm going to ask Jamie <laughs> a question. I want to know, but do you want a funny question to start or do you want a deep question? First of all, Jamie's loving this because usually when we're out, e- anytime we've been out to eat or... She's the event planner. She is Julie from the Love Boat. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her icebreakers is- ready. And if anything gets quiet, it's like she pulls these... Things Y'all, out of her back pocket. I cannot handle awkward silence. It's one of my favorite things about you. Because I know when we're out, been at we're going to play last games. Night. We're going to play We were around the campfire, and Aaron was like, he told me later, he's like, you couldn't let it get silent, could you? Uh, <laughs> I start pulling out stories, and he's like, I could tell you were aw- it was Sometimes awkward. Sometimes around a campfire, you just need to be quiet. Oh, awkward silence is really hard for okay, me. Okay, sorry. Okay, I've got like... Back to you, Johnny. Number one is a funny question. Number two is... Not as funny, and number three is super deep. Buyer's choice. Okay. Number one, funny. Funny. Okay. Have you, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Have you heard of the Cameo app where you, yes, you know the Cameo (laughs) app where you pay somebody to give you a personalized message. So if Jamie Ivey was on the Cameo app and I wanted to get a personalized happy birthday from Jamie Ivey, how much would I have to pay? (laughs) You know, someone asked me if I was going to get on Cameo. Really? I was Come like, on. you have lost your ever love of mine. Why? <laughs> How hey. much would you pay to get a message from Jamie Ivey? Oh, you $5, <laughs> $7. Jay- I don't know. John, what? I've got some voicemails of her singing happy birthday to me. <laughs> oh. I, just, I just got us an okay, I. Okay, everybody, Jamie well, Ivey is officially on Cameo. <laughs> because I, we're gonna I thought you were going to ask me what would I say to you. And I was like, well, pull, I bet Amy's got yeah. some voicemails saved. <laughs> I bet I do. No, My I favorite thing is on a birthday i'm like i'm about to call you don't answer your phone and i sing happy uh-huh. birthday and i'm the worst voice it ever it is classic listen, we're about to make us some money Johnny. listen I, jack, i'm not don't worry baby jamie jack don't worry baby you're going it's to college a, after all i'm setting your price at 150 dollars. 150 bucks for like a, a happy birthday song yeah okay i got it that's, Isn't it. That, it? that's more than gilbert godfrey no he's 160 oh. no <laughs> i'm asking what would you pay i don't know i haven't paid it for any of them <laughs> here's my question who does this? Twenty nine ninety nine. No, who does this? Oh, I don't know, I, but there's so many people on there. There's people doing it. Can you it. name one person you would pay? To Troy get, Aikman. He's $700. on there. Seven hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, people I have lost their ever loving dang I minds. Pay that, but someone who's like a huge Cowboys. I mean, we're huge Cowboys fans, but like Matthew McConaughey, would you pay for him? No, I, I honestly, <laughs> I swear to you, I cannot think of anybody I would pay money for them to sing Happy Birthday to me. <laughs> We were starting, we said that we were going to start our own and it's just going to be me doing imp- impressions. <laughs> and you're the person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of yeah. the celebrity. That I like that. Of the you celebrity. Like it? So you get to pay to get, but you know, it's an impression. It's but- like you're paying Nordstrom Rack money for Nordstrom clothes. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask my second question because it's along the same lines. Okay. You have a dream of having a TV talk show. Oh, I do. Yeah. When that happens. Oh, can I be a little side person? My assistant? Oh, like my Gail? I'm, no, like the Andy. Oh, yeah, Andy, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, when it happens, <laughs> if you got to draw up, your, you got to hand select whoever you wanted for your first three guests, who are they going to be? My first three guests. Um, right now, it's just where I am right now in my life. One of them would be Michelle Obama. Okay. I hope she would say yes. Please say yes, Michelle. <laughs> I'm sure she will. Um, another one. Thanks a lot, Michelle Obama. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> our nephew, when they changed, when Michelle was in the 
uh, healthy eating uh, uh-huh. initiatives uh-huh. and they changed all the school lunches. He said, thanks a lot. Our nephew Zane came home starving one day. He said, thanks a lot, Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michelle, and I'll call her that. Um, Shelly. Shelly. She might go by Shelly. I don't know if she does go by Shelly. Well, you and her, Doubtful. you start yeah. it. Okay. Um, I would also, I'm really intrigued right now with Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. I think she's doing a lot of like just her work life that she's doing she's doing a lot of stuff with women that i'm intrigued with i'm our entertainment specialist so i know who that is i don't i'm not sure amy oh, you know reese, uh, reese witherspoon she's playing me in my tv in my life movie <laughs> have you seen Ooh. oh who that's a good question we'll go on to that next oh but have you seen her new show with jen jen no it's good the morning Talk. show the oh, morning, morning show, show. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. it's good it's good it's on apple you have to buy it oh john's out I'm in. <laughs> uh, so Michelle Reese and I gotta have one more for you my know guess. who it's gonna be I thought I already I thought oh I keep thinking women okay I listen I, I don't know where my I was thinking women only my number one first ask if I only had one show ever and then I was canceled it's George W. Bush yes awesome it's not political affiliations people don't be writing me it's just Jamie has a crush on I have G-Dub. a crush on him I want to have a beer with him and have a have a talk so and Laura can come too you know I met him George W. He wasn't the president, though. He was the owner of the Texas Rangers. Oh, a long time ago. And then. here we are. Before he was governor. Yes. Yep. Wow. Yeah. A long yep. time ago. So I, I'm hogging all the questions, but I literally on one of my questions for Amy mm-hmm. is this. If there's a movie that's made about the Jamie and Amy story. Oh, yes. OK. Who's I playing know who you guys? I'm picking. I know who's going to play pick for you. each other. Who, I kn- who, who'd you pick for me? Sandra Bullock. That's who I was going to pick. Oh <laughs> we look alike a lot. Like if you just you do. a lot of resemblance Y'all between are Sandy like and twinsies. I. Yeah, yeah, twinsies. It, you could miss us. It's like my doppelganger. But yeah. It, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You better be nice. Who's paying, playing you, Reese? No. Oh, I thought that's what you just said. You yeah, to, you just said that. I know. Oh, I was just kidding. I named it, what, two years ago? I named it and I, you yeah. agreed with the person that I said. Oh, this, I don't like the pressure of this. Tell me. Give me a clue. <laughs> Uh, I'll just say then. Okay. No, Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Your hair was darker at the time. It's true. Okay. So now, because my hair can change depending on the week. I like that. Um, Who would you say now, Johnny? Um, Carrie Underwood. <gasps> oh. I do like Carrie Underwood. Is she an actress? No, she's not. She can't sing her way through my life story. She has a new book coming out. <laughs> <laughs> um, What about, I I think Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. We'll or that. what if uh, Kristen Wiig? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That would yeah. be good. That, that would be good. That's the one. I love it. Like it. Love it. Nailed love it. it. I like it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. okay. Deep question. Deep question for Jamie. And Amy or just Jamie? Just Jamie. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. What have the hardest moments been as you've done life alongside your best friend, being diagnosed with a special needs child and everything that you watch her go through from day one to now, what are some of the hardest moments? That's a hard question. Um, it's been 17 years. I mean, since maybe was born. Yeah. Um, I- I'll be really honest here with something. And we talked about this. You just were a guest on my show and you talked about how within the last couple of years, you guys just recently got the diagnosis of autism mm-hmm. uh, for Mames. And I'll tell you, one of the hardest things for me was to understand why that was so hard. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I asked you question. I asked. Yes. I mean, I didn't just like take it and then wonder in my head. I asked, mm-hmm. why is this hard? Because it doesn't feel like this would be hard. Yeah. Because for me, it didn't it didn't make sense mm-hmm. because I would have thought, oh, this should be like we should breathe out a fresh of air or we should be yeah. able to say like, oh, at least now we know or. Well, we knew something, right? And so this just gives it a name. But it was so hard for you that I didn't understand that very well. And I don't know. um, I think it's because going back to initial diagnosis, that word was my hang up. Mm -hmm, Like that word, if that word would have been said. Well, you said that. Have you heard, had you heard that, you know, 12 years ago? The word autism. Oh, it would have, yes. It would have put you down. It would have shattered me. Um, and I am so thankful that the diagnosis came when it did. And for some parents, it is a breath of fresh air. For sure. And so here's the thing is that we got the autism diagnosis. And then months later, we received the SYNGAP yeah. diagnosis. Uh-huh, yeah. Now the SYNGAP. You're that like, was, yay. We know something. I was thrilled about it. Yeah. John, not so much. Um, but I was like, okay, there's a support group. Yeah. Like there's something yeah there and it was so cool to see so many others just like maybe yeah um i i think that was the thing that came to my head first because it's the most recent but i would like to say i want to go back and answer the question better with the hardest thing i think would have probably been um eight years ago um because this would have been like when you traveled a lot john Mm -hmm. and it was getting really, really hard at home. Yeah. And I, I may be off with my years. No, but I think you're about right. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think when I lived in Austin and stuff. It was getting r- extremely difficult. And John was traveling a lot. And you felt alone a lot. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus here. We know, we know that. <laughs> this I'm is sh- not news this to This is not anybody. news to anybody. <laughs> but those were hard phone conversations to listen to. To yeah. know how do you support? How do you encourage? How do you care? I don't understand what this life is like, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was probably really difficult mm-hmm. because I would say Mabry's is difficult now in different air- ways. Mm-hmm. I would say then, and I don't live in your house, probably was some of the hardest. Oh yeah. By far. And here's the thing too, going back to having a girlfriend that you can talk to, you know, telling John all this, like he knows this, he lives this, you know, and men's first instinct is just, Hey, let's fix it. Um, what can I do different? Can I take some of the load off? Can I come home earlier on Wednesdays and help, you know, in that way. And with Jamie, it was always just listened and just never, I didn't want an answer. Like, I didn't want you to fix anything. I just needed someone to listen and to be, and you're like, I'm so sorry. It was never like, well, have you tried this? Or, hey, (laughs) um, you know, there was never any like parenting advice Uh because that's not what I was calling for. I didn't need that. And I didn't have any answers. No. I think that's what's scary to friends or relatives sometimes mm-hmm. and they feel as though well if if we don't have answers or we don't have advice then I don't know how I can help you right um and you know I remember often you would say I feel like I'm a broken record I feel like I'm saying the same thing uh-huh. to you all the time yep and you were but it didn't bother me right because we had a friendship that was worth more than me being like is she going to tell me again about how Mabry pulled her hair? Yeah, you know I wish I mean? she would tell me one more time. Right, right. <laughs> but I never felt that way, right. you know, so. Right. That actually 
you just answered my last question, oh, really, but great. just maybe you want to expand and maybe you don't, which is if you were speaking to a best friend mm-hmm. of a mom with special needs, yeah, what advice would you give? What have you seen out of uh, being on the mom side that right. you really needed? It sounds like you just answered you needed well, somebody to listen and not fix. And I a- think someone to listen, yes, but I would also say don't take no for an answer. In the fact that um, moms of special needs are just used to doing it. And sometimes it's just easier for us to do it um, than to ask for help. And I would say, like, if you're that person, if you're that person's person, don't take no for an answer. Like, go in and say, nope, I've got this. Go take a nap. You know, um, don't set, don't accept, well, my house is dirty or no, Mabry's about to lay down. It'll be fine. I'll be good. No, just barge in and do it. That's what I would That's think. That's good. That's good. So every time I call, you need to get in a and get car. in the car and drive four hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, I have a question for either one of you guys to answer. Um, there are a lot of statistics out there that say that marriages have a hard time surviving, death of a child, uh, job loss. I would guess I haven't seen them. I would guess underneath it would be some type of trauma inside the home and. I would guess sometimes parenting a child with special needs can feel like trauma. Um, What would you say is one of the reasons that you guys, A, are still married, (laughs) and B, still like each other? That's what I was just about to say. I like him a lot. (laughs) Um, I think it's kind of our outlook on things. I would Just off the top of my head, um, John has always... You know, and we've spoken openly about this and the fact that we've grieved differently. Um, And John has always from day one been like, this is such a blessing. She's like he knew that this was exactly who Mabry was supposed to be. Um, And that was hard for me to get (laughs) because I was I was mad as a hornet. Um, But I think his outlook on things and my eventual outlook on things um, and how we just laugh to keep from crying sometimes because you have to. Um, I think that, and it's just pure friendship at the core. You know what I mean? You get, you, you, you do this, you don't choose to do this, but at least you get to do it with your best friend, you know? Yeah. And um, our, our marriage, is centered around God and, and he's right in the middle of everything that we do. And so having that foundation allows that perspective to say he created Mabry perfectly. He made us her parents because he knew that we were designed to handle it and that we could handle it from that perspective. I don't think I, I know I couldn't handle it by myself. Amy wouldn't want to handle it by herself. We handle it really well together mm-hmm. as a team. Yeah. And, and that's why it works. I really don't know how, well, I don't know. Obviously I don't know how anybody does it, but I don't know how parents of special needs don't make it day to day without Jesus constantly with new mercies and grace. I mean, my gosh, how, (laughs) I mean, parenting kids is hard, any kid, but you take the extra and you put the extra in it. Um, I don't, I don't know how anybody. 
and and I mentioned, I think in, in our kind of first episode that we ever did where we were telling Mabry's story that there has been times when, man, Amy, if you would just get the house next door (laughs) and Mabry stays with you over there for a week and then me for a week, that one week is hard without you as a teammate. But that week off, oh my gosh, I think it might be worth it. I remember when you said that, and I remember thinking, I'm really proud of him for saying that because I was super vulnerable to say that out loud, but to acknowledge those real feelings of, I've actually have thoughts of what would it be like if I didn't have Mabry full time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I actually have a testimony of this in that I have a, one of our clients at Blue Sky. Um, the mom told me, said, her husband never listens to podcasts and she finally got him to sit down and listen to this. And that right there that you said about what would it be? She, he was like, I've thought that before. Like that spoke to him and the fact that I can't believe he said that, you know, like not in a bad way, but of like, wow, he's saying it out loud. And that's what we're here to do. And one of the reasons it works is we do give each other breaks and Amy gets a girl's weekend where she has no Mabry or I take her out, you know, for a weekend on a run or one of our half marathons or something like that. Uh, Mabry for a run, not Amy for a run. Not Amy for a run, but okay, I'm going to get Mabry out of here for 24 hours. You have you time. She does the same for me. Having that you time or really it's it's really no Mabry time having some time with without Mabry allows us individually to recharge we don't get that one-on-one time to recharge as much as we want we do get it occasionally Uh, we we make that a priority but that has really uh, I think that's one of the reasons well in getting that time without the feeling of guilt of being away or you or guilt when you we talk for the day and you can hear things are not going well. Like you have to let it go and know that if I'm gone, he can handle it. It's not for very long, you know, but to like not take that on as a that burden on as I shouldn't be here. I should be home taking care of my family. You know, And one thing that you guys have done that I know is extremely difficult for most people and it's even more difficult for you guys is to still get away with each other and that is so hard for people who are you know parenting typical children it is almost impossible for a lot of parents who are parenting um, kids with special needs but you guys have made a way to make that happen and it hasn't been easy uh but i think that's really really important to think talk about in marriages well it's like a covert operation yeah to get out of town yeah i mean really we're going we're getting away this summer John just sent me the hotel booking. He was like, I thought you might need this today. And I'm like, yes, I Book do. It and then, and then rally the village. And now it's, We've got uh, it booked. Uh, what day can I sign you uh, up for? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, we need someone to take, you know, so yeah. So now, and it's one of those things we don't like see when so-and-so can do something. We just have to book it and then fill and in then all fill the, in the gaps. Yep. Fill in all the pieces, but totally worth it. Usually when, Oh, you see what I did there? Did you? Oh, hello. (laughs) And that's our podcast sponsor. Um, Usually when we're on a vacation or a getaway, we spend like the first two days just sleeping sleeping straight. We went on a cruise this past summer. I think we slept the entire thing. We never got off the boat. We did. We realized once we got on the boat, we didn't have any money. (laughs) 
We didn't. No one brought cash with us. We thought the cruise was going to Cancun. It didn't go to Cancun. It went no. somewhere else. No. Y'all are cracking me up. And yeah. then we're like, maybe we should get off the boat and just go check out whatever that place is. And we're like, wait, we didn't bring any money. We don't have any money. We didn't call our bank <laughs> to tell them we were going to be out of the country because the lady at the front desk, she was like, well, there's an ATM right there. I was like, yeah, we didn't call our bank. She was like, yeah, I don't. Good luck. I don't know what to tell you. But you know what? It was the best vacation. Who cares? It was. We were oh, rested. Yeah. I think we were still tired when we got home. It was just that season. Yeah. We were in that we needed a break. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's my turn to ask questions. What do y'all like best about me? Okay. <laughs> That's for real. Okay. I'm ready. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Here's one of the things that I really like. Um, and this goes back to our Camp Well conversation as well. This is one of the things that I really, really have enjoyed seeing happen in your life in the past, I don't know, five years is the work that you do at Blue Sky. Um, and because here's what uh, the, I'm going to put words in your mouth and you correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I will. I feel like this started because I need to make sure Mabry has absolutely. a place to go. It was my ulterior That motive. was your motive. And mm-hmm. that's a fine motive. There's not, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that today is what you think about when you no. run Blue Sky. No. You think about every single person that comes through that door um and those parents and you love them and you it's like you have taken on this new mission which is exciting for me to watch because i think a lot of time oh i'm i was about i got i moved up so i could start preaching you guys hey, come on. Uh, i saw you I, she I, got i, I was adjusting my chair i was like hold uh-huh. my water um mm-hmm. no but I, I do think a lot of times there are traps that we can fall into where we think well now that i have a daughter with special needs my life is over i have no purpose yeah um, i have nothing to do and you have totally taken that and done what I believe God always intended for you to do. I don't think this is a surprise to God yeah. or to anybody. Um, and that you're not only, you know, securing a future for Mabry for sure, but you're also affecting so many families every single week. Well, and that's a big deal. One and so of I'm these, proud of you. Thank you, love. I was just kidding about what do you like best about me? Wait, but I want to say something real quick. Okay. I'm sorry to in- interrupt, but it's important to what Jamie just said. I was at work in Prosper. Um, only a few weeks ago and I was wearing a blue sky hoodie and a, and a lady walks up to me and she says, I, I want you to know that blue sky changed my life. Mm. And, and I'm it catches me and off guard. Blue it's sky, out of context. And it's, blue sky is not in prosper. No, it's 30 minutes away. Yeah. Out of context. I don't know this lady. And she's like, I know that you're Amy's husband and you need to know that Amy has changed our family's life. Isn't that sweet? And it was, the and, then, and then her, and so her sister was walking behind her and then I recognized her sister is a client at blue mm-hmm. sky and I put it all together. I'm like, Oh, I got it. And she's like, tell Amy, she, she has oh, no she's, idea. That's so sweet. I was going to tell you. Um, so I have audibly, is that the word audibly heard? God's voice. That's the word. Can you spell can it? Can you spell it, John? I can't. A-U-D-I-B-L-Y. Okay. Audibly heard God's voice twice. Three times. In your life? Three times in my life. That's three times more than most people mm-hmm. ever. One of them was in Haiti. Um, you. It's when Amos and Story were still in Haiti. Those are two of my Those kids. Those are Jamie's kids. And we went on a mission trip there. Jamie led a mission trip there. Um, and I went and we were on, we went <laughs> hiking, um, one day you stayed back, stayed back with the kids, yeah. you stayed back with the kids and we were hiking. And so we're sitting on top of this mountain in Haiti and audibly heard 
you're more than Mabry's mom. After that is what pushed me into. That's amazing. There's more to do. Yeah. There's more to do. Raising kids is a huge job. And it's our most important job other than loving everybody and loving your husband. And yes, we raise kids. But you're also more than that. You're also more than that. That doesn't mean that you have to go out and run a nonprofit or start your own business. That's not what that means. It just means that you hold more value than that. And it's in you somewhere. You just have to find it. I love it. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for agreeing to be on this little rinky-dink podcast. I'm so happy to be here, honestly. It was fun. Love what you guys are doing. Thank you. Guys, I hope you have enjoyed our conversation with Jamie Ivey. And we hope that you will come back next week as we talk to our friend Megan McCammon. Um, Megan has a sister that is special needs. So we are going to get the viewpoint from a sibling, which I'm super excited about. The heroes of the universe, siblings of special needs. So join us next week as we talk to Megan McCammon. Bye.